Hello, beautiful human, and welcome back to the Just Fucking Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Maria Gresta, and I'm completely obsessed with helping you become the happiest and healthiest version of yourself. You can think of this podcast as your daily or weekly dose of personal development, growth, spirituality, and health, all morphed into one to help you live a life where you are truly thriving. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back to the Just Fucking Thrive podcast. Today, we're talking all about a lesson that was really hard for me to learn, a lesson that I had to learn multiple times before I finally listened, and that is the lesson of deeply loving myself. Now, my goal with this podcast is to hopefully invite you into... (sighs) into a way of being that you prioritize yourself above all. You prioritize your energy, you prioritize what makes you feel amazing, you prioritize um, relationships that feel amazing, and you live a life that you deserve, which is a life filled with nothing but the absolute best, happiness, health, wealth, all of the things. Um, So this lesson of mine was taught to me the first time with like my first serious boyfriend. I was in a relationship with him from I believe age 13 to 17, something like that. And it was one of those relationships that was deeply unhealthy. I didn't know it at the time. Um, But I was, yes, I was treated badly in many ways and he cheated on me and a lot of different things. But ultimately, I lost myself. And anything that you do where you feel like you lose yourself is not healthy. And I didn't know that I lost myself until I came out of the relationship. And I was like, what do I do now? You know, it was one of those moments where I was so deeply hurt. My life was completely turned upside down and it took so much fucking guts and balls to leave him. Um, it was so hard. I had to change my number. I, um, I, it was just, I couldn't eat for a very, very, very long time. Um, it was just really, really, really like, you know, traumatizing shit. And I just realized that I didn't have a sense of me in the relationship it was all about him. It was all about what can I do for him. It was all about where is he? What is he doing? Is, you know, does he love me? Am I enough for him? It was a lot of just my thoughts and focus were centered around him, texting him all the time, talking to him all the time. When I wasn't talking to him, I was worried with good right, but you know, and I remember just coming out of the relationship, but at a young age, 17 is really young. And I remember just having the download of I need to love myself more. I can't expect somebody else to love me if I don't love myself. I can't expect to be healthy and happy and successful if I don't love myself. And so that was like, you know, time one of learning it. Then time two was my next relationship. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) I learned it, but I didn't actually integrate it. You know what I mean? Like you consciously know something, but you don't actually listen to the thing. You don't actually make it a way of being for yourself. Um, And the same thing happened after about three and a half years. um, I left him. I also cheated on him. And uh, I don't know if he knows that, but I hope that he doesn't. There's no need to know that now that it's been like, you know, 15 years later, however long it's been. But um, 
yeah, I just, again, found myself losing myself, found myself not having a life outside of him, doing everything with him, focused on him. And then we broke up and the same thing happened. I had this like huge sense of freedom, this huge sense of happiness, this huge sense of just, I can do anything and not knowing what to do (laughs) because I hadn't made decisions by myself or for myself like that in a really long time. And then Again, I had to learn it in my marriage. Surprise, surprise. You don't heal something in one way. You don't integrate it into your life in one way. You're going to have to learn the lesson again. And so that's kind of what I want to focus on because I don't remember many thought patterns and stuff that happened when I was younger, but I remember very vividly the thought patterns of when I learned this lesson in my current relationship, my marriage. So it was right before, it was right after we got engaged. It was about maybe eight or nine months after that. And we were working together, we were working out together, we were um, cooking together, we were making friends together, we were traveling together, everything was together, food shopping together, and he cheated on me, and I just remember, I I didn't know what it was like to be by myself, I, it wasn't just something that I wasn't used to, it was something I didn't know, I didn't know who I was, by myself and I didn't know what hobbies I had by myself I had hobbies that I like to do but I kind of lost them um you know and when you get to this place of being so codependent or so intertwined with somebody else and you lose your sense of self you also lose your sense of happiness because my thoughts were all about him how is his school going? How is his work going? You know, mine was like 5% of my day and 95% of it was centered around us or him. And I'm not saying that's inherently bad. I think, you know, there are days when you'll spend more time with your partner or there are days when, or seasons of your life when you'll go with that person more often and travel with them and, you know, go to the gym with them and all that stuff. But if you don't have a sense of self, you're likely not the happiest. And a lot of my clients recently have been going through this and, um, yeah, it's just a lesson that is so, so, so important. And if you don't learn it, like when the universe kind of nudges you, (laughs) you're going to have to learn it when I like to think that the universe pushes me down the stairs. Like it makes, it makes me listen. (laughs) It makes me listen to the lesson that I meant to learn. And so it took my fiance cheating on me for me to take a step back and say, wow, what do I want out of this life? What do I need in this life? What do I need for myself to be my happiest and healthiest? And now we're together and now we're great and we still struggle with codependency in a lot of ways and we're actively working on it continuously but self-love gets to be one of our top priorities because if we don't love ourselves how can we expect somebody else to love us if we don't talk nicely to ourselves how do we expect ourselves to change positively if we don't feel like we are fucking epic how do we expect anybody else to feel that way how do we expect to attract friendships with people who think we're epic and who genuinely love us if we don't love us right everything that we attract is either from a place of us deeply loving ourselves or us not loving ourselves not showing ourselves love and the reason why not loving ourselves feels so wrong and feel so negative and miserable is because it's not who we are at the core. 
coming into this world, we knew how to love ourselves. Coming into this world, all we were was like love and I got to shit and piss and eat. (laughs) But I just want love. I'm here to love. I'm here to love unconditionally, you know. And then we're conditioned to not. You know, and one of the biggest conditionings that we experience is we're not we're not good enough in some way. You know, we have to, we should have become a doctor. We should have made more money. We should have been skinnier. You know, and some of us have experiences with our family members where they did say things like that, where they actively said, you're not good enough because you're not skinny. If you're not pretty enough because you're not skinny enough, or um, you really let me down because you didn't go to school to become a doctor or whatever. And in some way you're less than. But in other families or in other experiences, we don't have that. And it's just something that's conditioned. And so if it's conditioned, we can decondition ourselves and we can come back to this place of love. And when you act from this place of love, you feel abundant. You feel unfucking stoppable. You feel beautiful. As is. Not when, but as is. And that's the goal, right? The goal is to feel good. The goal is to feel love. The goal is to be happy. And so what if happiness wasn't a destination, but it was a result of you undoing all the conditioning that's preventing you from loving yourself right now? And that doesn't mean you can't strive for more things, and that doesn't mean that you can't actively work on your health just because you love your body the way that it is. But it means you deeply love yourself. And when you deeply love yourself, showing up for yourself is easy. It's when you're shitting on yourself that showing up for yourself is hard. It's when you're telling yourself you should be somewhere else or you should have something else or you're not good enough because you haven't done this so you have to go and do this. Like, how do we expect ourselves to change positively and talk so meanly to ourselves? Let's take health, for example. I just got off the call with a client and she was saying how deeply she really wanted to get back on track with her health. And while, yes, I teach and preach that there is no track, you're always on a health journey, always. And the track is the one where you don't do things for six months, and then you're, like, really fucking good for six months. You know, you're doing all the things you want to do. But I also acknowledge that, you know, sometimes we are in this internal fight with ourselves that we want to do something. We want to show up for our strength training workouts. We want to push ourselves more, and we want to eat in a different way, and we just don't, right? Now, after coaching thousands of humans over the years, what I've seen time and time and time and time and time again is that when people try and change from a place of self-hate, I look gross so I should work out. I'm lazy. I should have gotten up this morning for my workout. Um, You know, I used to be so good and now I'm not as good so I should go and work out. It has a good intention, but it feels like shit. And if it feels like shit, it's on a different frequency than taking care of yourself. And if working out is taking care of yourself and working out feels positive, you cannot expect to change and actually ever show up for yourself if you're feeling a different feeling and a different frequency within your body. Right? Happiness feels like one way. Taking care of yourself feels like one way. Love feels like one thing. And then shitting on yourself feels completely different. In order to get to that place of taking care of yourself and showing up for your health, you have to feel those feelings. 
of what it would feel like to take care of yourself. And that doesn't mean doing the thing. It means feeling the feelings now. It means loving yourself now. It means taking care of yourself now. Honoring yourself. Simply just asking yourself the question, what is it that I need right now? Maybe it's a bath. Maybe it's a crying session. Maybe it's yoga. Maybe it's going into the fucking woods and just screaming your lungs out and running like a fucking madman like Phoebe on on Friends. <laughs> Maybe it's laying in bed. Maybe it's going into nature or going into the sun. But the world doesn't teach us to prioritize ourselves, and that's why we have to learn the lesson too. And sometimes the universe pushes us down the stairs and gives us some shitty fucking shit in our life for us to learn the lesson of what we're worth to ourselves, not other people, but to ourselves. And when you so deeply love yourself and you know your worth for yourself, not I know my worth, so I'm going to charge a certain amount of money or I'm going to get a raise in my salary. Just you know that you are a fucking amazing, beautiful fucking human as you are. Then everything else happens. The money comes, the abs come, the relationship comes. But you cannot expect to attract something better from a place of treating yourself like shit. Whether that's verbally talking to yourself like that, negatively, or criticizing yourself or settling for something that you know you don't want in your life. It's about getting honest with yourself. Part of self-love is getting honest with yourself. Because if you're not honest with yourself about what feels good and what doesn't, about what you like and what you don't, about what you want and what you don't want, what you're experiencing, you know, sometimes we go through some really shitty shit and we don't really think it's shitty in the moment. We're like, yeah, I was kind of happy through that. that. It wasn't that bad. Every, everything has its shit. But then we come out of it and we're like, no, that was abusive. No, that was really traumatizing. No, that was really miserable. You know, and it can be as simple as like when I worked as a dietitian and everything in my body was telling me don't do this, don't take this path, don't take this path of working in a clinical position, don't work in hospitals, don't work in nursing homes. And I still did it. And I was like, oh, it's not that bad. Everyone has to go through these shitty things. And then I left and then I made the most money I ever have <laughs> the year and a half, uh, two years after. You know, or it can be something really hurtful that you're no longer settling for, like something really, really, really hurtful. You know, and there's not one depth or one pain that is more transformative than the other. The transformation comes from realizing that you get to love yourself and that self-love is always the answer to happiness. And... There's never an experience in your life where we shouldn't be showing ourselves love. And so, yeah, that's my message for you guys today. I hope that it's stuck. I hope that at least one person today heard something that they needed to hear. 
if that was you, I would love if you DM'd me and let me know. And um, I'm here for you. Now, I am running a self-love challenge in my Thrive membership. It starts October 2nd. So the membership itself includes weekly coaching, meditations, journal prompts. It includes a telegram group and all that stuff. But from for the next month, starting on October 2nd, we will be focusing on self-love. And so if that is a vibe that you desire, come on in. You can come in just for the month. You can sign up for six months or you can sign up for the entire year, whatever you want. Um, and yeah, if you have any questions, let me know. I hope to see you there. It's going to be absolutely fucking amazing. And I'm really excited to support you guys in any way, shape, or form, even if you just keep listening to my podcast for free. I love you, and I will see you soon.